Welcome back to the CTE podcast. We're chatting touchdowns, etc., with the boys, but we don't have Trey tonight. And ah, oh, I'm so sad, but he'll be on our next episode where we have another etc. episode. I hope you all are pumped for that. I'm excited. Um, the draft is closer and closer. It is a week closer this episode. Um, so we're gonna get get into our running backs tonight. Um, but first I want to hit y'all with a random question. Y'all ready? Sure. <laughs> Does Megalodon still exist? Sorry's nodding, so I'm I'm gonna bounce off that too. Yes. Why and do I'll do you so? one more. There are still dinosaurs out there in the deep blue sea, and no one can convince me otherwise. What makes you say that? They're just there. There's no question. Like I don't. It's, it's not even a debate. Have you seen? Man, only in my dreams. But I can't remember if this is real or like just fake. But like somebody once said, like 0.3 percent of the ocean has been discovered, and I took that to heart. And so I'm telling you. They're out there. I'll take that to my grave. We are at eighty percent undiscovered. Um, Sawyer, we can't hear you, but that's okay. I'm gonna say this about the whole undiscovered thing. Okay, my mic is muted. It happens, but either we're too scared to explore, or there's more explored that we hadn't said. Well, the government knows more than we do. The CIA. I feel the is same fully way about aware the, of the dinos. There's dinos on the moon. There's dinos on the moon. I'm saying one, either we're not going back just because, which doesn't make sense to me, or we saw something up there that scared us and we don't want to go back. I know. You're you're telling me that we can make it up there in the 60s, but we can't make it up there now, like easily. Not easily, but Transformers up there. there. Dark of the moon. Yeah. Hey, Whit, back to your point though. You ever seen a saltwater crocodile? Absolutely, That's a dinosaur. man. That's a that dinosaur. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, realistically, I don't think the mix still exists, but it'd be dope if it did. You don't think it still exists? Bro, didn't some like random like Asian tribe like find one a few years back? Google Dude. that stuff, man. I'm telling you. You can Google it right now. Yeah, fact check me with. Fact right. check yourself. Now. All right, let's let's find this. I don't I don't I mean I'm not saying I don't believe you, but I feel like I would have heard about that because I'm tribe fine. Because yeah, you know how many Meg YouTube videos I watch and I've never heard a single thing about that. Lotness monsters real. What? Uh what you see? <laughs> Let me tell you what, all right. Oh, no. we'll, uh, we'll get some more people to hop on the pod. We're going to do some digging. Okay. And then when we drop the next episode, Research. we will confirm what I've said that some random tribe found a megalodon. All right. We'll come back to the random question. But until then, so you got to tune in. We'll come back on the random question on our next episode, which is a et cetera episode. So, yeah, we'll, we'll return. All right. Let's kick off this running back. It's class. like the dinos. Let's, let's kick this off. <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm going to go with the clear number one here. Clear. I think we all agree. Brees mother effing Hall. Yeah. Mm. Y'all Brees thought I was going to say it, didn't you? Y'all thought I was going to say it. Brees I wish you would Hall. Have. <laughs> you got with? Iowa State, boy. What you got with? Brees Hall, man. Brees Hall, 6'1", 220. Ran that 4.39 in the 40. Mm-hmm. And I want to, before we get started, I want to ask you boys a question. Okay. All right. Do y'all like jazz? Yes. Because let me tell you, when I see, when I see Brees Hall, just like listening to smooth jazz, man. This man's patience, (laughs) this man's vision, it's just smooth. Nah, I love Brees Hall. I think, I mean, Brees Hall's been the number one from the get-go. And now, like, you scroll on Twitter and you see people saying all this stuff about, like, the Brees Hall hype has gone too far. And, like, Kenneth Walker, Isaiah Spiller, whoever is the number one. And I'm telling you, we just get bored as, like, football fans. And we just start throwing some random crap out. And I'm telling you, no one is close to Brees Hall in this class. So, for me, Brees Hall, 
is no question the number one. And there is so many reasons why. But like I said, I think his biggest just traits that are ridiculous is his his patience, his vision. He sees the holes. He hits the holes. You know who that reminds um, me of? It was I don't a, mean to cut you off, but I have to say no, Whatever, man. Go ahead. Brees Hall is an injury-free Marcus Lattimore. I like it. How's that comparison? I like it. Man, if you go, you go on NFL, they're like profile. Next-gen stats have him as the highest possible score, 99. Yeah. You look at analytics like he checks the box, boxes. Then you watch film. He's got speed. He's got size, 6'1", 220. He, I'm like, he's not a guy that's just going to lower his head, run into the gap. He sees the hole. He's got patience. There are so many plays, if you go look up Brees Hall film, where he, like, they call a, a dive up the middle. And like he he bounces around, he has the patience. He mm-hmm. he he like sees a hole outside, runs it outside, big yardage. Like look that up if you've not done it. He's the total package. I don't think Brees Hall is genuinely one of my favorite prospects that we've seen in the last like three or four years. Him and Javante Williams. And yeah, I know me and you, me and you were Javante talking about Javante all earlier. day long, but bro, um, I, I want to talk about him so bad right now. But we that'd be so way off lost. topic. Absolutely, that's okay. We'll bring him up later. I guarantee you. I promise. But oh, yeah. What's that, what do you guys think about old, old Brees Hall? You know, man, I am definitely bought into the hype. You know, probably more than others, I would say. I mean, I'm on the hype train. But, like, I got off word today, and I thought to myself, I was like, is he going to be, like, the guy I'm most hyped about necessarily? And I got home and I watched some highlights from his junior year and his sophomore year. And yeah, yeah, he he is that dude. I mean, he's six one, he's two twenty, and he can get all this done. I mean, I don't know what else you could look for. You throw him anywhere in the league, and he's my RB one. Like I don't care. He's not going to be whoever he's behind. He will pass them. He is. A, so, I would take him over any guys in the last year. He's so, not Jonathan Taylor, but yeah, like okay. he's not going to be Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he could be. He's got a ceiling, but like mm-hmm. anybody in the last two years draft besides Jonathan Taylor, I'm taking Brees Hall over. You heard it here first. Witt's taking Brees Hall for his first pick this year with Dynasty. Oh, you no are. Question. No question. Yep. It's a shame. Yep. 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 <laughs> you know, I mean, I said this earlier. Watched Top Gun recently, you know, and obviously I watched it because I'm excited about the new one. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Me and Wit's team, I don't mean to brag, but our teams are pretty good in Dynasty. We're like Maverick and Goose. They're okay. You know, we're like Maverick and Goose of our Dynasty League. I don't know who Iceman is. I don't see anybody coming close right now. We'll see. You never know. that out there. Cam, though, on the rise. Cam and Trey are on the rise, man. They're coming. Trey's on the downfall, but also on the rise. Exactly. He's, he's, he's rebuilding. Got that strong, strong rebuild. I we don't want to see our dynasty teams later. I ain't man, y'all don't want to see. No more. Y'all don't want to see JT and Brees next year. That's all I'm saying. I wanted to. And not- <clears throat> see, you got the running backs. Too. I got the receivers, man. Too. No question. No question. All right, but this is not a fantasy podcast. It's so nice. where are we where are we be. going next? If you have any any disagreements with Brees Hall, please uh, directly uh, contact me and I'll fight you. Go ahead. I have zero. I'm in total agreement, dude. I just love his physique and how he runs the ball. And I love his elusiveness. And he's not a big guy, but boy, can he move the ball. He's he's a pretty big dude. I don't, don't think he's say that to his face. Yeah, but like compared to other NFL players, he's not big. You know, yeah. What linebackers? We'll see, man. What do you mean, I mean bro? He's six one two twenty. He's gonna be one of the biggest backs in the league. Bro, six one height wise in the NFL is, is at running back. I mean, yeah, back, but I mean, Derrick Henry's six three. He's one of the biggest guys in the class. Yeah, Derrick, but, but Derrick Henry is freaking monster. Yeah, Derrick Henry is yeah, but you know, he's a big boy. But that's okay, Cam. Cam says he's bigger. Uh, Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Michigan State. Y'all know what I'm about to say. Kenneth Walker. He's the only one that could even possibly maybe even come close to Brees Hall. 
And then after Kenneth Walker, I think there's a big drop off. But Kenneth Walker, Michigan State, this is Sawyer's boy, so I'm going to leave this off to him. He's my boy, but he's not. And I'll explain this. He had an absolutely amazing year at Michigan State. You know, I mean, he was in the Heisman talks. He wasn't one of the finalists, but he was in the talks. I mean, you can't deny the year he had. Over 1,600 yards, 18 touchdowns. I mean, yeah. But I think that concerns me with him is he was at a lower-level Wake Forest, which they've had a good offense lately, but he didn't have his job there. And I don't know. I'm I'm big on Walker, but I'm not, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, I he, he had almost 300 carries. I mean – I think any uh, – not any, and this is a stretch, but most above-level, like above-good-talent-level guys with 300 carries are going to put up some good numbers. And you can't deny that. But in 2020, he had 119 carries, only 579 yards. And, yeah, he had touchdowns, but that's because Wake got him down there and gave it to him. But he lost his job there. And that yeah. concerns me. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, I don't think anybody, again, besides Brees is without concerns. I think I think you're spot on, Cam, that, like, there's Brees Hall, there's a gap, there's Kenneth Walker, and then there's a huge gap. Um, yeah. But, man, I don't want to take anything away from Kenny Walker. This year, bro, he was literally – he was one of the best pure rushers that I think I've ever seen in college. Um, people say he can't catch. I don't believe that. Like, he didn't do it much in college, but I think he's got good hands. He showed that. Uh, in his pro day, but he, yeah, I just personally, I prefer guys who are going to have a longer track record. And so you got a guy like Brees who did it for years. And then you've got a guy like uh, Walker who exactly had, I mean, some would say a Heisman worthy season. Yeah. I would, I would, mm-hmm. I tend to agree with those guys, but, mm-hmm. uh, but he did a one year as opposed to three. And so I'm always going to take the three year guy. That being said, I think like Cam was saying, I think he's the only guy that could come close to Brees. Um, his I his lack of, yeah, his lack of production at Wake Forest against some really bad defenses is what concerns me with him. Yeah. But at the same time, he got it done in the Big Ten against some of the best defenses in football. Yeah. And there are, I mean, there are late bloomers. And again, he's another guy that he's got the speed, he's got the size. He's 5'10, 210, 438 speed. Yeah. He's he's a freak. And so we'll see. It depends on landing spot, but I'm still taking Brees no matter what. But you put him in a good spot. I think Walker's going to be. He's going to be a starting running back for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who who does he remind you of watching him play? I mean, he's not really a bruiser. No. He's smaller than Breeze. He's not small. He's 5'10", 200 pounds. Smaller than Breeze. Cam wants 6'5", like running backs out here. <laughs> I'm. He wants trucks coming at you. Aiden Hutchinson lining up at running back. I think the Panthers yeah. have the smallest running back duo in the league. Hey, don't don't diss Dante, man. I mean, it depends on who uh, who the Broncos' backup is going to be because Javante, he, he's short, but he he's but stocky, he a bowling ball, bro. That dude's something else. I want to talk about him so bad. We we can't get off topic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would say as a as a comp for him. And if comp, hmm. yeah. Let's think about it. We'll come back. I'm, to I'm it. trying to think, man. I mean, I would almost. I don't know. We'll think about it. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Texas A&M. Isaiah Spiller. A little inconsistent against better defenses. Um. Obviously, he's the drop off from Kenneth Walker. What y'all think? I mean, for me, before I'd say before this season, for sure. I mean, I was always high on Brees, but almost he was almost my RB one. Um, and then I really took a dive into it, and he had a, a thousand yards, yeah, but. He doesn't score much. Hmm. And you can say what you want. That's concerning for me. A running back position in the SEC on a run first offense. That's cool. I don't like him in the backfield as a receiver. 
But I think he's got tons of talent. I think in the right situation, he can be good too. But he's nowhere close to Kenneth. He's nowhere close to Brees for me. Yeah, I'd agree with him. I think uh, I think again, I'm I'm very much on the end where you have Brees and Walker, and then it's like honestly, I think you're taking Darthros. A lot of people have yep. Spiller as the two or the three. Um, I think you've got to have him below Kenneth Walker. I think he's going to be the third running back drafted. And so mm-hmm. I think he's going to get a shot, and that automatically kind of puts him above a lot of guys in here, even guys that I think are a little more talented than Isaiah Spiller. But I think you're on point saying, man, he has a good track record. Um, he's got the size. I think we have to talk about the uh, the the four six three at his pro day. Um, a lot of people thought he was going to be like sub four five and – that is a pretty big drop-off. I think that game speed, he's a lot better than that. I think game speed is ultimately pretty different from 40 times. I think 40 is yeah. a lot of technique, but that's a different conversation. Um, but a lot of people were very underwhelmed by that, and he has fallen on a lot of people's boards. And some of that I think is undeserved. I like his tape. I think he's a solid running back. I like watching him. Um, he played against SEC. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, splitting carries with A-Chain, and so he's got some um, – Monster. Yeah, I'll, freak man we'll talk about him later next year (laughs) Uh, track boy but uh but he had competition in the backfield and so i think he's got more fresh legs than some of these guys um Mm -hmm. my biggest thing about him is i don't think he uses his size i mean he's six one almost 220 and he doesn't like contact like evidently he tries to like run past people like be elusive and he i mean he is pretty elusive but I would like to see somebody his size actually use that size. And so I, I think he's going to be, I think, like I said, I think he's got potential to be a third three down back. Um, I love fantasy football. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I see most of these guys in the lens of. And so like, if Chante. I'm looking for fantasy football, I'm throwing darts at guys that are going to be third down or three down backs who can, who can do it all, who can pound the rock, who can also catch. And so I think Isaiah Spiller has a good chance again to get a shot, and he has the the skill set of a three down back. And so I like Isaiah. He's a toss up for the three for me with someone else that we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Cam, you got any uh, thoughts on Isaiah Spiller? I mean, I think he has. I mean, he showed some eliteness in college, and I mean, it's just going to be a a bigger test, you know, once he gets drafted. But I mean, I think he has some potential to. to to be a running back one, um, but I'm not, I'm not that confident in him right now. Um, I feel like you just got to see him play it out in the NFL some more, see where that goes. I wanna, I wanna bring up a couple of things with him. Uh, it's not gonna take long. I was looking at his game log for 2021, and yeah, there's some impressive weeks. Like 21 carries, 112 yards against Auburn. Auburn's defense is hard to run against. 20 carries, 168 yards against Missouri, who had, I'm pretty sure, one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. But listen to these. Against Arkansas, not Arkansas, my bad, wrong game. Against Alabama, who had a lower-level defense than they usually do, 17 carries, 46 yards. Against a, behind a very good offensive line. Um, Ole Miss, this is the one that concerns me the most. Very bad defense. Mm. 15 carries, 41 yards. There were a lot of games at AM last year where he completely took the backseat to the offense. Mm. And I feel like for the NFL, for like like Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, almost if you want a solid, solid running back, they have to be like the core of the offense. And some of these weeks I'm looking at, I'm like, it's almost like he wasn't even there. And that that concerns me. Yeah, no, it's good, man. It, it all comes down to draft capital, and I think yeah. that's how a lot of these guys are. Some guys are going to get the draft capital to make them where they're going to get more chances to succeed or fail. Uh, I mean, you, you got guys like Ezekiel Elliott that isn't the best running back on his own team, but he had the draft capital. He's got the contract, and so they're going to keep running him. And so Isaiah gets a good pick. I think he's going to be there. I also want to revisit um, – I think Sawyer's going to like this. I think my Kenneth Walker comp would be Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Um, I think there's some similarities uh, with their game, but I think that's kind of like – I think that's probably the kind of career that he might have too. Um, Like people said the same thing about Melvin Gordon. Like maybe he couldn't catch, like that kind of thing. But 
he's a pure rusher and I think he's going to succeed, but mm-hmm. not to bounce back. That just kind of like, as I was thinking, but who we got next, Cam? Aaron Williams. Notre Dame, fighting Irish. He a little short, but that's okay. He a little short, boy. He a little short, boy. Under 200. You know. Under 200. But hey. I don't like hey. running backs that are that, that <laughs> white. Lower center of gravity, though. So uh, Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, not his game, though. It's not his game. <laughs> but uh, uh, he, he performs well out of the backfield, from what I've seen. Um, he was a, a good chunk of that Notre Dame offense, especially last year. But do y'all think he's underrated? No. No? I don't. I, I struggle with Kyra, man. I don't know. <laughs> I liked him a lot more earlier in the year. Um, <clears throat> as small as he was, I thought he was going to be faster than his 40 time. He ran a 4.64. Yeah, that's And again, rough. this man is 5'9". They say 195. I think he bounces between 180 and 200. And so, like, man, I I, I was really – and I, I'm not even a big 40 guy, but I think that hurt him a lot. Um, I think he's super inconsistent. Like, did y'all watch the UNC game with Notre Dame last year? Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, like, he looked freakish. He had, yeah, like, a 99-yard play, something like that. I mean, like, he, he yeah. looked so good. He um, looked really good against Southern Cal, too. Yeah, and he has he has those big games, but like you look at some games and it's like this guy's not going to get drafted. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing for him is I I think he's probably the best pass blocker in this class, mm. and like which is saying something since he is yeah. five nine. Um, but like if you know NFL, like that's going to get him on the field, even if he's not the best running back. If he can pass block, like they'll work him in. Um, he's got good hands. I think he's got potential to be a third down back. Um, and like for his size, he doesn't go down easy. Like he's shifty. Um, he fumbles a lot. And I think that's probably his biggest thing. He had eight fumbles another day. Um, and so that's, that's not, I mean, people are not going to like that. Um, and so when, when all this came out about his speed, I was kind of like, ah, I might be out. Um, but I'm kind of cautiously optimistic and I don't, I don't want it to be a cop out, but like, it's going to come down to where he gets picked. If he gets a decent, if he's a day two pick, I am in. Um, if he's a later day three, I, I won't have any shares of Kyron Williams. But I like him as a football player. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Just another potential. Um, Georgia boy, not James Cook. Samir White. Uh, I think he was running back two for sure. Uh, I think James Cook outshone him. In my opinion, mm. um, but I still think he's a great running back. Uh, I think he's a good running back. No, it's okay. Okay, if y'all think James Cook is better, I some do people think, would agree. But why I don't think, we why don't we start with James Cook? What's I think what y'all think about James Cook? We can start with James Cook. Little Dalvin. <laughs> I, I mean, like literally, I like that. Um, obviously, I love Dalvin Cook. I just love Florida State players. I don't know why. I think it's just because my dad's a Florida State dude. And I get to watch him play, and I just love him. Um, Dalvin Cook's a little bro. I like this footwork with the, in the combine. I like this footwork. I'm big on footwork with running backs. Um, we'll get into that later with somebody. But uh, I just like James Cook, bro. You know, I was leaning that way, and I'm not leaning one way or the other with Cook or White right now. It's weird how similar they both are to each other. I I can um, agree with that. Cook and Zamir? In a sense. In a sense. Okay. I think <sighs> they got similar styles, bro. This is like your great value Chubb and Sony Michelle. Yes. Bro. Okay. That's okay. 100%. Which is not a bad thing at all. No, no, it worked. Um, I think Sony Michelle could have had a better career if he would have been in a better situation. But Cam I mean, his career's not over. I'm not gonna act like it's not. But I don't know where I lean. I'm I'm so in the middle. I'm looking at stats. I'm looking at combine stuff. I mean, I think I might 
kind of be about like 60 40 towards Samir right now. Mm-hmm. I can break this tie if you if you want me to. Let's just talk about wanna, both of them right now. We don't want right. to speed past James. All right, no. wait, wait, we'll let you finish comparing the both and then we'll move on to the next running back. Sure, yeah. man. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about James Cook for a second. James Cook is a good running back. I love the, the comp between Michelle and Chubb. Uh, I think that's like Zamir and James Cook are very similar to Michelle and Chubb. I think they all have, both have their strengths. James Cook is obviously more of that receiver. Uh, Zamir White's the pounder. Um, it's just that, like James Cook, 5'11", about 200, 4'4". Um, the way he jukes, he reminds you of his brother, but I, this is not Dalvin Cook. Um, I think he is the the little brother in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. But I will say, man, I think he's the best receiving back in this class. He, I mean, they line him up at slot yeah. some. He would succeed at slot. I think he could even win at slot in the NFL some. That game against Michigan, um, bro, he looks yeah. so good out of the back. I mean, you can – and I think people – I mean, as the NFL transitions to more like – positionless football where we got guys lining up at running back and slot. Like, I think he's a guy the teams are going to like. Um, I think he is the Sony Michelle to Zeus's Chubb. I think that like um, he could be the player that Michelle, a lot of people wanted Michelle to be uh, I, again. Like, I think, I think he's going to be a decent PPR fantasy running back. I do like James cook. Um, I don't think he, he's quite fit just knowing the kind of running backs that I like. Um and so I would be on the side where I think Zamir is going to be the more successful running back between the two. And, and again, I've already said this once. I lean towards guys that I think can be three down backs. And I think Zamir, like I think, again, James Cook, solid. I think he's going to be a receiver. Um, Zamir White is interesting to me. I think Zamir White, a lot of analytics guys don't like him. I don't really care. I'm not an analytics guy. Um, I think you watch Zamir White. And you see, this is a scary-looking dude. They call him Zeus. His film is full of him just punishing grown men. Um, and, I mean, his career has been marred by injury. Like, he, he never really, like, produced like guys wanted to. Um, but I love Zamir White. Six foot, 215, ran a 4'4". Um, he's a fine receiver. But, again, he was playing with the best receiving back in, in the league or in the college football right now, in my opinion, with James Cook. Um, I'm not super worried about his injury. I know I have a slight, like, unreasonable love for Zamir White, and I'm cool with that. Um, and I'm about to say something that if Brandon Brown is listening to this, I drop some absolutely like silly draft capital on Zamir White. But I genuinely believe, in my opinion, that Zamir White could be the next Nick Chubb. I think he's got that kind of talent. I don't think he ever um, really lived up to it at Georgia. But again, like, I think that's kind of Georgia's system is they bring guys in. They say, we're not going to run you into the ground, but we're going to put you in the NFL. And so I think, again, I think he has fresh legs, even though he had some injury concerns. Um, have y'all heard his story? Like, do you know his, like when he was a kid, like background and stuff? No, not. All right. Real quick. So the ESPN put out an article a couple years ago. Um, he basically, his mom, got pregnant when she was 14. Um, and so obviously that's one thing. She's still in high school at six months of pregnancy. He weighed one pound doctors told him to abort him, but her grandma said basically that this doctor is not God, that if this baby is going to breathe one breath, that he is going to breathe that one breath. And so finally they, they didn't abort him. They, he was born at seven pounds. He had cleft palate, cleft lip. And the doctor said he's too small to like survive and then give him two weeks. And that same baby that was not big enough to survive, we now call Zeus. And I just, I love the story, bro. I love it. Um, and so, again, like everyone in this class, probably after Spiller, is a dart throw for me. Um, I want to go after the lottery ticket guys that I think could be third down backs and or three down backs. And I think that I'm not, he's not a lock. He could be a bust, but I think he's the best scratch off to me. I think he, he uses that power like, I think he he he's a capable enough receiver to play three downs, and I I'm big on uh I'm big on Zamir personally. So I would side with Zamir White. We'll see. James Cook is going to have a good NFL career. James Cook, in my opinion, is going to be a JD McKissick. So I would take Zamir and the chance of a third three down running back over JD McKissick. But what we got next? Good old Damian Pierce, Florida boy, um, <laughs> under six foot again. 5'10", around 215. Um, 
you know, his his whole college career average was around 500 yards per season. Um, like I think he's a I think he's a good running back. Um, but what I noticed at the combine, as I talked about earlier, was footwork. Um, I didn't really like his footwork too much. But, I mean, I think that's something that you can improve, obviously, with training in the NFL and practice and, and everything. But I think that may lower his, his draft capital um, come this draft at the end of the month. Yeah. You but, know, uh, I, I really don't have too much to say about this guy. I mean, I think he can be good. But I just think that – I don't know. Just a guy who's going to not really be in anything. To me, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really see him as a running back one. I'm gonna be honest. Man, do y'all really think Dan Mullen like knew how to use Damian Pierce? Like, do we trust Dan Mullen to actually use him properly? No. Because I mean, like, all right, if you see, I mean, did y'all watch like the Alabama Florida game? Like, you watch that game, and he he's got fight. Like, he's got burst. He had big play potential. Yeah. Um, I was actually looking up a little bit of stuff on him beforehand. PFF um, actually had him as the highest rated running back in college football this year. Mm. And so, like, as far as like they look at his like film, break it down the analytics, and he, he was their highest rated running back. Like, of course, with he had limited production. They played him out wide. Like, he's got really good route running. I just don't think their offense was enough to actually like give him numbers. And so, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't think he's got the stats, but the film makes me like him. Um, he's a really good pass blocker. Again, that'll get you on the field. So yeah. I think he's worth a shot higher than some of these guys, but he doesn't have the the like production and stats to to kind of like give a reason to. So we'll see. Good good 40 time though. Yeah, he can fly, man. Four three eight. He can fly. Sorry, this your boy. This one's for you. Your boy. Oh. Kevin you know, freaking Harris. You know, this is a uh, this is one of those times where and this happens a lot. No discredit towards Trey. But I really wish he was here for this. This guy specifically. I was looking forward to talking about him with Trey. But you know, he'll listen to this later and wish he was here because I'm about to hype him up. Kevin Harris. 5'10", 220. That's like, for me, that's my like my ideal run, running back size. I love it. Um, He's so underrated. He didn't have a great year last year. He got outshadowed by Zaquandre White, but he was also extremely injured last year and played through a lot more than he should have. But I just want to take it back. And if – I don't know if y'all have done this. If you if you don't remember him in 2020, you just didn't watch college football. Dude was an absolute monster. monster. 185 carries, over 1,100 yards. Keep in mind, this is a shortened season, 2020. 15 touchdowns on a terrible offense. The Gamecock offense in 2020 was bad. But this dude, yeah, I mean – I sit here and look at him. I'm like, man, what if he would have been fully healthy on like a really good team? What what kind of numbers would he have seen? I think he's a monster. If he can stay healthy, I mean, I don't, this guy's got a really high ceiling. Yeah, and that's the F, man. Like, I mean, he's a freak. Like 2020, you look at him. Like, I mean, even through this year, the offensive line leaves him for dead. Like, just about every play, and he still like makes stuff happen. I mean, there's a guy that he broke. His back. <laughs> Pretty much. He broke his back. And so, like, I don't even know if he's actually healthy, like, still. And so, I mean, I don't think you can judge him off this season. Uh, and that makes me even more nervous when he, like, couldn't run the 40. Did you watch yeah. the pro day stuff where he, like, he got, like, 30 yards deep and then had, like, a hamstring injury or something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah. we'll see, man. He's, a, he's like, athletically, you don't see guys that have his speed, his size, and, like, know how to use it. I mean, he's almost got, like, a Derrick Henry-level stiff arm. Yeah. I mean, he's monster. If you're talking, like, pure talent, I think he's top three in this class. Um, but I, the injury history, and that I don't know if he's going to – yeah. I don't know if he's going to get the draft capital. I don't know if he's going to get the draft capital because of it. And so that might kill his career before it starts. But 
I like him over Zaguandre. Um, I like him quite a lot, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Hey. Injuries are everything at the yeah. end of the day. That. All right, Wit. <laughs> Another one for you. Rashad White out of Arizona State. Hmm. We got quite a few uh, whites in this class. You know, we got Zaquandre, Zamir, Rashad. Um, yeah, Rashad White, Arizona State, 6'2", 210, 4'4", um, I love Rashad White. My, my biggest fear is that the NFL, I've heard some rumors the NFL is not too crazy about him. Um, but if you guys don't know about Rashad White, obviously went to a small school, Arizona State. He transferred out of JUCO, and so he's already an older prospect uh he's already 23 and so that already hurts you a little bit especially when you're thinking like dynasty side but man he's a freak unreal acceleration like from the first couple steps he's going he's a super like creative runner he's really dynamic he looks like you're playing madden i mean he can cut he can spin he can juke he's got a mean hurdle if you hadn't seen him hurdle google rashad white hurdle um he's a monster and so He's also one of my favorite pass catchers. He's not quite James Cook, but he's up there. And so, like, he's got all the package. Um, he could be a three-down back. Again, I'm looking for those dart throws that can maybe – if they hit, they're going to hit as three-down running backs. I think Rashad White's got a huge chance. But, again, the biggest thing, he's older, and I don't think he's going to get the draft capital. But he goes – he goes to I am so in on Rashad White. Mm-hmm. Bro played 14 games at Arizona State. He got over 1,300 yards. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. Yeah, I mean, he if he gets an opportunity in the NFL, I think he's going to. I mean, I watched him play once in college, I'm going to be honest, and it was probably his best game against Southern Cal. 200 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, you know, I feel like a lot of these running backs had their best game against Southern Cal. Anyways, but mm. I really think Rashad White is, like you said, he ends up on the right team. He's going to be really good. But if there's any position in football where age matters the most, it's running back. Yeah, yeah. Your rookie contract is the most important thing for a running back. When they're off of that, especially for fantasy purposes, like teams are just going to be like, okay, well, you're here. We're going to let you run, but we're going to let this guy get ready. Yeah. Yeah, once they hit that, like, 26 to 28 range, yeah. That's um, when they they're looking at moving on. And so you don't want a guy like, I mean, his rookie contract is pretty much it. And so, again, I like him. I'm afraid that because he's not going to draft capital, he won't get a shot early enough in his career to make a difference. But, again, you get the draft capital for Rashad White, draft Rashad White. He's a monster. Mm. Going back to SEC, we got Tyler Batty out of Mizzou. Tyler Batty. He's a baddie. No, nah, I'm He's just a baddie. It's okay. He's a baddie. But the smallest dude we're talking about tonight. My favorite dart throw. Mm. I'll say it. Outside of the top three, this is my favorite hit or miss guy. Um, did y'all know that he had 1,600 rushing yards in the SEC last year? Yes, sir. 1,604. That ain't no joke. That's that ain't crazy. no joke. That's crazy. SEC. Yeah. A couple of these games, a couple of his, these games, he picked up some big yardage. He had three two hundred yard. No, he had five two hundred yard games last year. Um, I don't care what kind of running back you're looking at. For somebody to do that, that is a big deal to me. Um, he's short. He's five eight, hundred ninety seven pounds. But one thing with me, it's off the field that scouts love this. And I think he, his capital is going to go up because of this. He's very mature. You know, he's a senior. He's an honor roll student. That's a big deal with NFL scouts. They love players. That, studies. Yeah. I mean, they love guys that are going to commit to just more than football because that shows that they can't commit to football 100%. You know what I mean? When he's got football going on, he's balling. He's got class going on. He's getting his good grades. They think to themselves, oh, and someone can fully commit to two things at once. They can commit to football 100% and be really good. I like Beatty a lot. He had some really big games against some good teams. He had 219 yards against Arkansas, 209 against South Carolina. Not a good team last year, but not bad. 254 against Vanderbilt. I mean, it's just like 
there's flashes of brilliance in this guy, but at the same time, you got games where it's like he had 21 carries for 41 yards against Tennessee. Stuff like that throws me off with him. Everybody, I mean, again, you got to remember these are these are college dudes. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be inconsistent. And they got killed by Tennessee. They were throwing the ball the whole second half. I mean, yeah, it's little things you have to look at. But I genuinely think this guy could make a name for himself in the NFL. But I don't actually think he will. If that makes sense. He's Dark a threat. bad man. He's a bad man. I mean, again, he's small, but he does not run like it. If you've watched yeah. him play, like. I think more impressive even that he got. Again, he led the SEC in yards, 1,600 yards. Even more impressive, 916 yards after contact. Yes. And so he does not play like a small guy. If 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 Tyler Beatty was two inches taller and 10 pounds heavier, he'd be in my top three. I mean, if like you genuinely. played football, if you played football, you know what coaches say. Good coaches, at least. Lower man wins. Yeah. I mean, and, and 100%. I think if you – like, he shocked people in the senior bowl. Um, everybody was talking about Tyler Beatty in the mm-hmm. practices in the game. He runs, he catches, he returned at Missouri. And so he's going to get special teams work in the NFL. I think that's big again. Yeah. If they can get on the field, they can get a chance to beat the guy in front of them. And so that's big. I just – I don't think he can handle being a bell cow in the NFL with his size. If Again, if he was a little bigger, I'd love him. Um, I don't know if he's going to get the draft capital. So I like him as like a late late round snag him if people are valuing him i don't think a lot of people know about Beatty, and so yeah i agree with everything you said man i hope he could pop small yeah. running backs have done it before so we'll see man boston scott <laughs> but i mean it's an info comp right scott, there. so we'll see bro <laughs> yeah we got next game alabama it's another factory man came straight out the factory Brian Robinson Jr., uh, 6'1", 228, ran a 4'5". Um, but Washington play, I mean, he's got speed to him. He almost broke the top 10 in Alabama's all-time records. Um, so he definitely put up his numbers. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a good trucking machine. I think he can truck, and he's got good footwork. Again, I love footwork. Um but I, he's one that I, I don't know how he'll do in the NFL. I don't know. So I put in our notes saying that out of all the Alabama running backs we've seen recently come out, he's probably the worst out of the bunch. Yeah. Besides Bo Scarborough, that that was a big bust. Hey, Everybody thought, oh, he's gonna be Derek. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. But tough. I had a comparison and uh, to another Alabama running back. He's gonna have like a. If he's lucky, and I, I like Brian Robinson. I don't want to sound like I'm trashing him. If he's lucky, he'll have a Damian Harris-level career. Yeah. You know, he'll be that guy. There's always going to be somebody behind him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or he's yeah. always going to be the guy that's behind somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, Cam, I think you're right on with a good feet. He really does have good footwork. He's got good cuts. Um Again, you read it. He's six one, two thirty, and he runs a four five. Yeah. We should be talking about this guy number one overall. But like you watch film, and like I, I think people see that Alabama sticker, and they just like salivate, and they get ready to draft the next Alabama running back. But if there's an Alabama running back to skip, I think this is probably the one. Um, he's fast. He doesn't have the long speed. I think his longest run in Alabama was like thirty five yards, less than forty. Um, he runs so high, like he is almost standing straight up when he runs. And so like, yeah, he's powerful. He's 230 pounds. Like he should run powerful. Um, and I've always kind of wanted him to see him use it more, but he can catch, he can block, he can run. Um, he is a, he is a more total package than most guys in here, but maybe this is a hot take. I think he's scared of contact. I don't think he likes to hit. I don't think he likes to get hit. A lot of times he runs away from people more than he should. Again, he's 230 pounds. Mm-hmm. He should be able to deliver contact a lot more. And it, it sounds silly saying that because I think he is still one of the like most power back type guy in this class. But he just doesn't use it like he should. And that, that bothers me. I don't know if he's going to thrive at the NFL because I don't think he can handle the contact. 
I don't like him. I'm gonna be honest. He's off my board. But yeah, I'm not big on him either. People are gonna shoot him up. It's just like we saw people like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and they're like, oh, like Yikes. this guy's a he's a stud. He came from a good team. Like there lots of hype. I think he's probably gonna get way more draft capital than he deserves. And I guarantee you, people are gonna be drafting way higher than they should for mm-hmm. Brian Robinson. So I probably will have zero Brian Robinson on any of my fantasy teams, but mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lottery ticket. Like we've been saying, just not one that I will be. I mean, if you could get him in the fourth round or late third, cool, but oh, you probably oh, won't find yeah, him that late. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take him there, but he's going to be going second round at least. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, this is your guy, man. Dude. <laughs> Y'all might hate every single take that I have about this guy. And I'm going to be honest, I'm okay with it. But it is Tyler Algier out of BYU. Um, I love anybody that comes out of the state of Utah. Great state of Utah. I love Utah. But besides that, uh, he is another bowling ball in this class. And before I say anything, I think he is probably one of the most slept on in this class because you do not hear really anybody talk about him. And uh, I think he needs to be talked about more. But hey, because he's a Mormon, man. people just hate on Mormons. <laughs> Anybody at Utah is a Mormon. <laughs> he led Who are you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. He led the FBS with one thousand eight hundred forty-seven yards after contact since two thousand twenty. He's a do everything back. They give him the ball; he can do anything. He has great patience in the backfield. He has great patience finding holes and Except gaps pass block. in the lines. It don't matter. He he's got great patience. It's okay. It don't matter, <laughs> bro. Obviously, listen. Pass block does Games matter. Let the QB get murdered. It don't matter. No, obviously, pass block does matter. But outside of that, as a running back, he's a freaking stud. Yeah. He so, is. And, speak, and, and speaking of Robinson being scared of contact. Tyler Algier is not scared of contact. No, regardless bro, if, if Brian of regardless Robinson, of pass blocking, he's not scared he of would, contact. Bro, if he would run, if Robinson would run like Algier does, he'd be my RB one. Yeah. Whoa, bro, Algier, Algier over Breeze, and you and bro. you know why he delivers? You know why? Because he's a converted linebacker. Give yes. me every one of them converted linebackers. Yes. I told you we'd be talking about Javante Williams again. I Suddenly, Javante. bro, Javante does it. Now everybody wants to be like, oh, I can do that. I can carry no. the rock. And most of them, man, most of them are just going to like run in a straight line and hit people. Algier does more than that. I like Algier. I he can't him. pass block. Um, no, but, but bro, him. he can hit, and I love that. That's my favorite type of running back. Um it's going to depend on landing spot. I think he is slept on. I think a lot of NFL teams are also sleeping on him, though. And, again, I don't think he's going to get capital. When I see Tyler Algier, I see A.J. Dillon. Um, I think he's super similar. I think he might end up in a similar position where he's going to be in a committee. That'd be never the guy. Um, oh, yeah, man. I mean, I think I think he's going to be a valuable guy. If he gets – I think he's going to end up on a team where he's going to be – that, that type of running back, that A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard, where people are saying he might be the best back on his team, but I think he's always mm-hmm. going to be the backup. And so I like Algier. The right person gets injured. He could have a good NFL career, but yeah. he's at least going to start as a committee guy as a backup. Yeah. But I like the take, Cam. I support it. Always support with power backs, man. Always. I love it. I love it. All right. Our last guy, UNC – Carolina, Chapel Hill, Tar Hill boy, not Michael Carter, not Javante Williams, but Ty Chandler. Take also a ball. Yeah, he, he was a ball. Wit, take it away. Ty Chandler. If you watched the uh, quarterback show, I mentioned that little sneaky stud that Sam Howell was playing with. And it's Ty Chandler, man. I like Ty Chandler a lot. I think Ty Chandler does not get the – props he deserves because he was coming after Javante and Michael Carter. And like he went from, I mean, they, they went from having a solid team in UNC to being a dumpster fire on offense. And so he's in there. Uh, Todd Chandler is an athletic freak, 5'11", 205. He ran a four three eight in the combine. And so he can fly and he's got some size. Um, I think he's probably going to be a day three guy. I think he's probably around four pick, something like that. Um, but bro, if you watch his film, like, go watch his film. He is a monster. He can catch. He plays special teams. That might give him a shot again. That might get him on the field. 
Um, but he he can fly. He never fumbled in college. He's got burners. Um, and a lot of people like trashed his elusiveness. And then he went to the Shrine Bowl. Did you guys watch the Shrine Bowl? Did not. Exactly. No one watches the freaking Shrine Bowl. But like, I mean, the 15 people who watched the Shrine Bowl were really impressed. And later <laughs> I watched the highlights because, man, he was juking guys out of his cleats. And so, like, if he can put that together, um, he really, I think he can be a three down back and no one is really talking about Ty Chandler. If you don't, if you have not heard the name Ty Chandler, go watch highlights, go watch film on Ty Chandler. And I promise you, you will be leaving saying, why do I not know who this is on the backside? He's going to be 24 in May. And so Mike Saul said he played at Tennessee for a little while. He was good at Tennessee, but he didn't start at Tennessee. And so he transferred to UNC. Um, Everybody wants to find that Elijah Mitchell this year, and I'm not convinced there is going to be an Elijah Mitchell this year. I think that was like something that never really happens. Again, it's all about draft capital. But if there is an Elijah Mitchell in 2022, my money's on Todd Chandler. That's my take. We'll see, but I'm calling the shot. I think Todd Chandler's got what it takes. I think he probably will not. He'll, he he probably will not have an NFL career. But if any's got any, if if again we're talking about scratch offs, I want Ty. Mm. That's all I'll say. I love all the love for Ty. You know, man, I'm a converted UNC boy out here in Raleigh now. I got a, yeah. I got a pull from the local, the local boys. Hey, hey no, I love to down. see that. It's an anti-Clemson pod. We talk about Will Shipley in a couple years, and I'm going to be. Mm. 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 That's all I can say. Sweet. Well, that's all we got time for today. We have an et cetera podcast episode coming up next. Uh, so we hope you guys tune into that as well. Uh, so it was great being back with the boys and uh, see y'all on the next one. Yes, Deuces. sir.